0: Let's just lift our hands this morning. Father, we thank you in this house that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, that every work of the devil has been bound through Calvary. And today we bind any uh, situation in any life represented here, your family, you, that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God in your life. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We thank you today, Father, that your word will prevail over every circumstance, over every situation, and that the life of God would fill every heart and every mind in this room and those listening to this message in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Well, give God praise this morning. He's certainly worthy, amen. Amen, we're gonna make our confession and then we're gonna be seated if you're visiting. It'll be up on the screen. Uh, let's say this together i am here on purpose because i have a purpose my heart is open my mind is ready to receive because god is not finished with me yet my best days are right in front of me and i have victory in my life because jesus lives in me amen turn and tell somebody glad you're here today <laughs> you can be seated hallelujah Good to see everybody. I took a little uh, break this week and went down to Tulsa. Uh, flew on Sunday, came back. Flew Sunday night, came back on uh, Friday, well, later in the evening. But um, I got into the biggest mess. How many of you have ever driven a car that when you stop, it, like, it's it died? Well, I've never driven one like that. And I left the airport. And in Tulsa, there's lots of traffic, and everybody's in a hurry to get wherever they're going. And uh, I was—I I came to the first stoplight, and that—and it just sounded like everything died. I thought, now, why would I get a bad car at night in Tulsa by myself? Lord, where are you? And so uh, I—all I did was turn the key, and it went, uh, and off it went. I thought, well, it didn't even grind or anything. Which, if it was on, it usually would grind if you try to restart your car. But all the lights were on. Anyway, I went to the next stoplight. It did it again. By the third stoplight, I called you-know-who. My favorite Marine. Could you put his picture up there? This is my favorite Marine up here in about eighth grade. Or what? Ninth grade? Thanks for your service, dear. (laughs) Anyway, so I called him, and he goes, he said, Honey, don't you know there's cars like that now? I said, Well, they didn't tell me about it. What is it doing? He said, Well, it's to conserve gas. But, you know, I don't like that. (laughs) And he said, Take it back to the airport. And I said, No, I'll just try to get used to it. But that whole week, every time that car would do that, you couldn't hear anything, could not hear a thing, but it was still running. You know? I want to tell you today, we're going to talk about revelation knowledge. It's always running in the background. Amen? Uh, you you have to step on it to make it come up, but you have to do some things, and we're going to talk about that. But I believe we're in a place in our nation, especially in this world we live in, that we have to have revelation knowledge. Everybody say revelation knowledge. So today we're going to talk about another kind of knowing, uh, and we're going to begin in John 8, Uh, 31 and 32, this is Jesus speaking. And um, I think all of us have the capability of hearing God all the time. Uh, The fact that we don't necessarily uh, hear that voice all the time isn't because the Holy Spirit isn't right there, ready to speak into every situation that we encounter. And uh, in the world today, uh, just by the things that are going on in situations, we need to be able to hear the voice quickly, the voice of the living God, the voice that says, this is the way, walk ye in it. Do not turn to the right or the left. And so uh, as I was preparing this message, I've been thinking a lot about this uh, just due to the fact that I travel. When I travel, especially around the world, uh, you're in a place where you don't really have any prior experience as to what's going on around you, but the Holy Spirit is with you. And so the Holy Spirit can quicken us, the Bible says, to what the situation is, what the circumstance is, and what we need to be doing about it. And uh, in, in situations that we encounter today, um, people are hurting all over the world. And at any given moment, people who are hurting will hurt people. Could I say that again? People who are hurting will hurt people. Uh, just the experience this week where, where that young man walked in and shot everybody uh, in a bar. Uh, he, he had, um, I forget, D, D, what do you call it? PT, yeah, post-traumatic syndrome, and, uh, traumatic syndrome. And so uh, that person is at any time, because of things that happened in their life, able to not reason the way you and I would reason. But the Holy Spirit knows what we should do in those situations. And I'm not alarmless, I don't go around fearing what might be gonna happen to me, because I trust the Holy Spirit. That if I keep my channel open, which I do on a regular basis, ask God to show me every day what I'm supposed to be doing, then I trust that the Holy Spirit is going to give me revelation in a situation. He's going to give me, he's going to reveal things to me that the people around me can't reveal, that nobody knows except the Father. And when the Father tells me, I obey, everybody say, obey. Today we're going to talk about revelations of the righteous, but it starts with Jesus in John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. Could you put that up on the screen? Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, everybody say believed him. You know, for revelation knowledge, you have to believe in God. If you abide in my word, that's the second thing. You have to abide in the word. You have to know the word of God. You are my disciples indeed. And then it says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And uh, in in 1 Corinthians 2, 7 through 9, it talks about how God's wisdom is available to everyone who believes, Uh, God's understanding of things, what God knows is available to to you and to me. The only thing is, it says, I have not seen nor ear heard what God has prepared for those who love him, but the spirit. Everybody say, the spirit reveals it to us. That's revelation. The Holy Spirit will reveal it to us. And uh, in Second Corinthians 5.21, it says, you are now the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. That means once you receive Christ, you are the righteous. Everybody say the righteous. And the righteous receive wisdom that the world cannot understand. Amen? So, you know, not to be uh, prideful, but you really are a know-it-all if you know the one who knows it all. Amen? And that's not to be prideful, that's to be in a position of security, of safety, of knowing that no matter what's going on around me, I have the peace of God because I hear the voice of God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I hear the voice of God. If you belong to Jesus, it says you are his sheep and you hear his voice. It is a process. We have to train ourselves to know that voice. In John 14, would you put that scripture up for me, Chrissy? Um, If you love me, keep my commandments. Now, revelation doesn't come if you think God is a God of suggestions. Because God is a God of commandments. Everybody say commandments. Therefore, when God speaks and gives revelation, we're supposed to do something with it. And so it says, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. This is if you love my commandments. Speak the the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Can we say that together? The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. Everybody say knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and he will be in you. I'm hoping these scriptures today will put you on a solid ground for what we're going to talk about. Everybody say, "I I know Jesus. I know the spirit of truth. He abides in me. And then in John 16, it definitely says to you, to me, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, that's from the Father, the Son, he will speak. Everybody say, the Holy Spirit Spirit. speaks. He speaks truth. He speaks truth. He will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Everybody say revelation. revelation. He will give you revelation about what's happening around you. And uh, in my life as a younger person, um, when I was alone with three kids, uh, I, I had a lot of thoughts in my brain, uh, but none of them were really positive. They were a lot of fearful thoughts, and I felt very insecure. But when I began to know that I could hear from the Holy Spirit. I was fortunate because I worked a year at All Roberts University where the Holy Spirit is talked about all the time. A university where it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit. And what happened in my life was I became aware that I was okay because there was a voice inside of me that could help me with anything that happened to me. And that became safety to me. That's when I stopped looking for a man. I just need to say that one more time. That's when I started to stop looking for a man. Or if it was a woman, stop looking for the woman. Start looking for the Savior. Because he'll give you a voice that will keep you safe. And marriage does not keep you safe from the world system. Jesus does. Amen? A mate. someone to li- That doesn't make you safe. Jesus makes you safe. By the power of his word and the Holy Spirit living in you, you have security and you have protection and you are safe in a world that right now is boiling over with fear and unrest in every place you go. And uh, it doesn't matter, you know, they call Tulsa, you know, the Mecca or the holy city of the United States because there's so many ministries there. But they have a lady just murdered her children this week. In Tulsa. So the world is getting darker and darker. If you have been talking to God, He would have given you revelation to the fact that it's getting darker and darker. It wouldn't just be because you saw the newspaper, it would be the Holy Spirit quickening each one of us to what we need to be doing because we're living in a world that is um, all shook up. I mean, people are shaking, but the Holy Ghost brings stability. Everybody say stability. And uh, God began to speak to me about revelation knowledge because uh, I'm going to share next week. Uh, revelation requires obedience. Everybody say obedience. You, you will not have the revelation of God if you will not be obedient to what he tells you. Uh, I read once where Brother Copeland said uh, things started going wrong in his ministry and he was trying to figure out. I mean, they were just blessed all the time. Everything was going great. Suddenly he it it wasn't happening it it just wasn't happening and uh he went to god and god god showed him you forgot to do the last thing i told you and i'm not going to tell you anything else till you go do it everybody say revelation requires obedience and so when you begin to seek god for revelation uh he'll speak to all of us who believe everybody say to the believer There has to be a relationship with Christ. We read it earlier, just a few minutes ago. The world cannot receive the revelation from the Spirit of God. You receive it by the Spirit, and until your spirit has become born again, you cannot hear what God is saying to you. Amen? There are a whole lot of people ruling a whole lot of places right now who do not have the Spirit of God. I want to show you, I I don't know if this picture is up there. I asked her to put it up. Somewhere in the United States, some ministry people that are pastors, it says, are blessing an abortion clinic. Everybody said they have no revelation. And I'm not the judge of who's saved or not, but they are not hearing the voice of God. If they are saved, they're ignoring what's in them. And this is, pastors will ask for God's blessing on local abortion clinics tonight. Everybody say, that's not the Lord. That, that, that is not, uh, that's totally against the word of God. And if you have any revelation of the truth of the word or you're listening to God, he did not say to do that. Corey, I'm glad to see you today. <laughs> He's a beautiful girl. Hallelujah. Um, revelations. We're going to turn to John, uh, to John's revelation in the uh, book of Revelation today. Um, I'm not, I'm not someone who's studied Revelation a lot, but I want to use this because this is what God said to me. The revelation, Revelation one, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Everybody say we all need to see that. <laughs> we all need to know who Jesus is, which God gave to him to show his servants things which must soon take place he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant john turn to your neighbor and say you are a servant of the most high god <laughs> who bears record who bears record of the word of god and of the testimony of jesus christ and of all things that he saw blessed everybody say blessed, blessed. how many of you went online for a blessing yeah. all the people get in line for blessing until they hear what's required for the blessing and then i think i'll get in that other line over there hallelujah <laughs> Uh, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. And uh, this whole time that we've come together as a church started when I heard a word in Israel and I came home and talked to my husband, bring everybody together together. Bring them into fellowship with each other. Go to one service because you're going to move. Now, don't all of you be calling me and asking me or texting me, where are we going? Because I have no clue. But God gave me that word. I believe it's revelation. It's re- it's not, it wasn't, we're going to move when you get home. It wasn't going to, I know I haven't heard nothing about where or how or why or when. Okay? So, but we, I told my husband what I heard. He said, it bears witness with me. Let's go. And so talked to Pastor Dan because he's on our board, Kelly, and uh, Bonnie Beadle. And, we, and then we talked to the finance committee. Everybody was in agreement. Everybody say agreement. With the revelation that we felt we had, and we moved. And then God began to give the messages that would have to take place each time. There's a reason this one is where it is. The first one was unity. The second one was up, up, and away, where it's heaven coming to earth. We are going to a higher level in what God has for us. Then in September, it was what in the world? How are we going to be tied to the things that are going on in this world? We're not. Everybody say we're not. We're not of this world, but we're in it, and we have responsibility. And then last month, it was harvest time, but the Lord said to me, it's about giving, not it's about giving. Harvest time doesn't come till somebody gives. And so we talked about giving. This, t- this month, I felt like God said, it's revelation. Everybody say revelation. So I'm trying to help you today begin to hear for you, for your family, for this church. We Everybody will be in agreement when God does something. Now, there's some that don't get it that day, but everybody will get in agreement. Amen? Yeah. And uh, I remember when my husband got a word about the building, and God said, you will know it. Your congregation will know it. The people of this community will know it was me. Everybody say agreement. Revelation brings the agreement of the people with what God wants to do. But if God tells someone and they don't do it, God told me, do you want to be stuck or do you want to go forward? And I felt like the Holy Spirit said to me, I got a lot of stuck Christians. Because the last thing I told them, they are not doing. And the last thing God told you probably looked impossible. Well, it still is. Hallelujah. It's not going to become possible till you do it. And with God, all things are possible. Are you getting this? So it's become really real to me. I mean, and I don't like to mess around when God really... When I feel like God's really spoken to me, uh, I used to say to the worship team, I'll do anything, I'll I'll go with what everybody wants to do, unless I hear the Holy Ghost say something and then get out of my way. Because I know that voice, and wrong or right, that's where I'm going. Because I am responsible to God for what I hear. And so, uh, you know, yesterday, (laughs) Vicki Segura spoke, and she said at the end, you remind me of my grandma, your grandma, Corey.'" She said, um, you remind me of my grandma, uh, because she loved me, I think was what it was the first thing. And then she said, because I don't think anybody would pull any crap on you, and they couldn't on my grandma either. <laughs> and and then, she said, then she said, well, except for the smoking, drinking, and cussing. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I want to tell you something. God doesn't want people going against what he says. And as long as you're obeying God and you're doing what God told you, he is merciful. If you make a mistake, because I've made plenty, I can speak to this, he will rescue you in that situation. But it's important that like John, he said, blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. And then he goes over in verse um, 10, and it says, I was in the spirit. Everybody say, in the spirit. On the Lord's Day, and I heard behind me a great voice, like a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha, the Omega, the First and the Last, and what you see, everybody say, what you see, write write in a book, and send it. Everybody say, what you see, you you write, write. and you send it. Requires action to the seven churches which are in Asia, uh, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamon, Th- Tyre, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea, and you read all about. He, he, and then he goes on and describes him. I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks was one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and with a golden sash wrapped around the chest. His uh, the hair on his head was white like wool. He saw the Lord. He saw the Lord. It goes on. He said, His appearance at the end was like the sun shining brightly. And when I saw him, I fell at my feet. I fell at his feet as though I were dead. And he laid his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. When you get in the presence of God, you do not need to be afraid because he loves you. And when he lays his hand on you and begins to speak to you, he will not tell you who he are, he, who you are. He will tell you who he is. And he said to him, do not be afraid. I am. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives, though I was dead. Look, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And the keys of hell and I have the keys of hell and death. What is he saying? I got it. I got it. I got it covered. I got it, John. And then it says, Jesus said to him, write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after this. And then he goes on and talks and he calls it a mystery. Uh, I believe God has secrets for the body of Christ that he wants to reveal to all of us. And uh, it's time. Everybody say, it's time. How many of you have uh, young people caught up in things they shouldn't be caught up in? It's time. It's time. It's time for a revelation from God of how to get them out of that situation. I need it for some of my relatives. Do you need it for some of yours? Maybe you're here today and you say, I need it myself. There is a revelation from God that will make people free. And there's revelation for each one of us for what we have responsibility for because Jesus loves us just as much as he loved all the people in the Bible that he gave revelation to about what they needed to do, how they needed to do it, when they needed to do it, and why they needed to do it. Amen? And so it, it, for, for us, each one of us... Um, in Matthew 16, where we live in the new covenant, the same thing happened. And if you could put that scripture up for me, it says, Jesus answered and said to Peter, blessed, Do you see, there's that blessed again, yeah. blessed with revelation comes blessing. So if you want blessing, then you get into that realm. I was in the Lord's, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Everybody say in the spirit you got to get in the spirit. And said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, that was Peter, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And then he goes on and says, I also say, and the Lord said to me when I was preparing this message, I also say, is Jesus saying, and I'm going to give you another revelation. Besides that one, I'm going to give you a revelation about who you are. I gave you a revelation of who I am. Now I'm going to give you a revelation of who you are. And he says to him, you are Peter. And on this rock, not on Peter, his name did mean rock, but on this rock of revelation, upon this rock of revelation, I am going to build my church. Who was the one who stood up in the upper room and said, this is that which the prophet Joel spoke? Amen? Everybody say revelation. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say I also give you another revelation, but that's what the Holy Spirit said to me. This is Jesus' revelation. The Father gave him the revelation of who Jesus was. Jesus gave him a revelation of who he was. And he said, you are Peter, and on this rock of revelation I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And then he goes on, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Didn't he just say in Revelation, I have the keys. I have all the keys to hell I have I can bind the devil and you can bind the devil because he gave this revelation what whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven everybody say I have a revelation the word and the spirit agree they always agree and so when God speaks, he was saying, Peter, you are the one I've chosen with this rock of revelation you are going to start my church. What's God saying to you? What's God saying to me? It's really quiet in here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm only up here for two Sundays, and then Pastor Dan will be here. But I just want you to know, when God speaks, we need to listen. There used to be some commercial, when E.F. Hutton speaks, everybody listens. Well, I'm telling you, stock market could dive off the cliff tomorrow, and E.F. Hutton... Or whoever probably wouldn't be telling you, we're all going down tomorrow. They just let you all go down. Or they wouldn't even know you're going down. But the God we serve knows what's going on. And we know him. And therefore, we're all right. Amen? Uh, In Hosea, it says, um, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And uh, I believe that the knowledge of the world has intensified in fact it says in daniel uh, chapter 12 and you know daniel we'll talk a little bit about him next week but uh daniel heard lots of things from god but when he got all done writing what he f- heard from god god said shut the book it's for a later time uh, that's a really important thing with revelation sometimes you're supposed to shut up about the revelation you have until god is ready to reveal it and, uh, and so there's a lot of things to learn about Revelation. But in Daniel, uh, it says, uh, can you put up that Daniel scripture, 12, 1 through 4? At the time, he's talking about at the end of this revelation that he'd had about the end days. At the time, Michael st- shall stand up and a great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there will be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. Sometimes God tells you things that you don't want to hear. How many of you are ready to hear God's going to say to you, there's going to be trouble? Well, I'd like to know when there's going to be trouble. Amen? I want to know ahead of time when there's going to be trouble. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found in the book. Everybody say, in the book. That would be the book. Amen? The book of life. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Some of the, to everlasting life, some, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. And then this last verse, But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. This verse right here, this part. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. I believe that's why God's telling us, you need knowledge, but not what's going, the knowledge that the world's got right now. Knowledge is increasing. I mean, I, th- when I'm with young people, you know, I'll be talking. I have one grandson that when you're talking, he's Googling to see if you know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then, you know, if you, I was in a conversation once with my son and uh, my grandchildren and out in Tulsa and then the other grandparents, and the one grandma said something. The grandfather said, Yes, I saw that. And then the grandstone said, "Da da 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 da." Starts reading off his phone. That's all wrong, Grandma. You're totally wrong. And she's over there going, "Well, I thought, I thought, I thought I, I thought I read it. I don't know. Maybe she heard it somewhere else. Uh, you know, the world's knowledge is brings confusion. It brings strife. It brings every evil work. And we witnessed it all this last week with our election. And we're still witnessing it. Amen. That's why I don't." Spend a lot of time watching all that debate and stuff because I have to keep my mind tuned into what God told me so I can pray and stay on track. Everybody say stay on track. There is revelation being given to the people and the body of Christ who will follow the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And I'm not that I'm not I'm not an expert, but I am beginning to, by the Holy Spirit to know when to shut my mouth. Aren't y'all glad? It isn't today, right now. It's open wide, I'm talking. Because I believe God wants to give you this. But everybody say, Revelation. Revelation. It's time to know what God said. There are business deals that are going to come available. I believe by the Spirit of God, they are coming. They are big. Some are God. Some are not God. Some are to, to do what you want to do, and some are to do what God wants to do. And there is a difference. Some will look good. In fact, all will look good, but only the revelation of God will separate what is God and what isn't. Doesn't mean that they're not all good. It just means what is God. Everybody say, "What is God?" And the world cannot give you that answer. In fact, my the Lord spoke to me because I've always really um, I was when I lived by myself and, and had my kids and really counted on God. I you know he was who I asked about everything. Uh, I tend to ask my husband sometimes about everything and I felt like God said you find out from me and then you ask him see he likes that he's tired of my questions Uh, but it wasn't that he doesn't know but if I don't know what I'm talking about I can confuse what he knows you didn't get that If I don't know what I'm talking about, and I'm talking about what I think, is this God, is this? Then I go to him, then what he thought may be confused by what I thought. Sometimes I'm supposed to be quiet until I know that I have a release to say something to him because by then God has spoken to him and vice versa. Everybody say revelation. Revelation Revelation comes from the Spirit of God, and he will tell my husband and I the same thing. If he doesn't, we don't do anything. We just don't do it. Everybody needs another voice in their life of accountability, but the voice you listen to first is God. Otherwise, you will be following people, and people don't always know what, they're, what you're supposed to do. They may know what they think would be good for you, but they don't know what God said to do. Amen? Proverbs 29:18. This is the scripture. I'm, I want to um, last one on avoid destruction. Well, actually, I have one more, but this is, could you put the amplified up there for me? Um, it talks about, um, it, it just goes in, it has a few more words in it. And uh, while you're looking for that one, First Timothy, this is a scripture that God gave me a long time ago. Um, and he's talking to Timothy, and he says, um, there are people who were given prophecies, which were the command of the Lord, everybody say the command of the Lord. And they received them, but then they let go of them, and they end up shipwrecked. It's possible if you let go of the revelation of God to end up in a situation where, you, where you're, uh, you're thinking, uh, you're believing what God says is totally shipwrecked. How many of you have ever had a situation? I have where, you know, what I thought was God and something happened and then I was like, I felt like I was lost, you know. Uh, it's important that you stay focused on the command of the prophecy, command of the revelation that God has given you. It wasn't a suggestion. It was a command. And then here it is. Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people perish. But he who keeps the law of God, which includes that of man, that means we have laws. I mean, I just can't run through red lights. There are a lot of people doing that. Amen? Amen. How many of you noticed a lot of people running red lights today? I believe it's an attitude thing that is in our world today. You know, that doesn't apply to me. I just go through the red mount, honey, I'm sorry, because you do run a few red lights. (laughs) And every time he does, Andy's right behind him, reminded him that he ran a red light. He said, I never run red lights unless I'm in a hurry. Well, that's still not the right way to do that. Okay, here we go. which includes that of man, blessed, happy, fortunate, and enviable is he, where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God. What that means is where people have no revelation that they need God and the redemptive work of Calvary, then people are gonna cast off all restraint. Go ahead to the isn't there more to that? It's supposed to oh no. Well, in my Bible, it says, where there's no revelation, people cast off restraint. Everybody say restraint. And I've got the definition for that because I've been seeing this. Control over the expression of one's emotions and thoughts. And I believe we, you know, we're living in, I heard this song in my brain. Did you ever hear the song, Material World? I'm living in a material world. Uh, That's totally governed by emotions and thoughts. The Bible says that God fashioned the days that he has for you, and he knows what they are. If something's happened to you, then it doesn't mean that God can't fix it. Everybody say, God can fix it. But we have to hear from God how to fix it. In my life, uh, God told me he was going to restore me and that I would be married again. I thought he meant restore. The marriage that i had been in and, and in that situation my ex-husband was already married i believed a lie for a while he did restore but not the way i thought i just needed more revelation as to how he was going to do what he was going to do god always restores everybody said god always restores he always restores ephesians 1 15 through 19. this is what i would suggest to all of you to begin to pray over yourself i prayed it over myself for a whole year in 1979 i still prayed over myself when I need, I need to know what God is saying. Ephesians 1. And it says in Ephesians 1. Um, Therefore I also, verse 15, after hearing of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Do not cease giving thanks for you, mentioning you in my prayers. So that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. May give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened and that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance among the saints and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he performed in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And it goes on and says, And seated him at his own right hand in in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things in subjection under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all things in all ways. Daniel said in 11.32, My people, the people who know God, will be strong, and they will do great exploits. I believe God has exploits for every one of you, great exploits. But it's the season in your life where you need to start asking God for his revelation for your life, for your family, for those situations. And I believe God's going to answer us. I believe he's going to give us plans and details that we never, ever even thought about. When I went to Tulsa, um, I felt, and and I really didn't know why, uh, I felt that I needed to go to see two people, and I felt I needed to go to a service at the church. Where I began my walk in 1979 was working at ORU. Uh, at that time, uh, there were, uh, Brother Roberts was building the City of Faith, and then when we went back, these praying hands, which were Brother Robert's hands that they did a mold cast of. But I used to go there by that river of life, and I used to sit there every Saturday morning. Because I didn't have every day to be in the Word like I do now. But I would go every Saturday morning, get my house clean, head to the head to the river of life, and sit there and pray and seek Jesus for things. And in that place, God would begin to speak to me. And he told me things that I'm still seeing today happen in this church in our personal lives, in my kids' lives, in my grandchildren's lives. Things way, way back then that didn't even, you know, I didn't even know my grandchildren. I didn't even know, but I had promises. Everybody say promises and revelation. And uh, so when I went out there this week, it looked like I wasn't going to get to see one of those people, but I thought, God, you told me to come here to see them. And their whole plans failed that they were going to be gone, and they ended up being able to see me and talk with me. There are people, there are two ladies who are very important in my life that were spiritually, uh, gave a lot of input in my life, Janet Lay and Ira Doherty, and people that I, I feel like God has given to me to be people to speak into my life when I need to hear something. And I told my husband, I need to go there. And so I bought a ticket that was expensive, and I got on a plane, and I flew out of here. After church last week on 11.30, I went home, packed a bag. He called the airport. I went down, got on the plane, and flew out of here. I don't do that. I'm a planner. I make plans. And I don't spend a lot of money on an airplane ticket. But I felt like God said, I said, go there. And so I went. And I the most important thing was I pulled into Billy Joe Doherty Drive, which they named after our pastor in Tulsa right by the hands of Brother Roberts, and I pulled in the parking lot, and I went there every morning. And God began to speak to me. And you know what he talked to me about? Things I hadn't done, things that I was doing, and things he's going to do. Just like John in the book of Revelation. Now, please, I am not John. But (laughs) as a leader in this church, I am responsible. As my husband and I are responsible for all of you So straighten up and do what you're told. No, excuse me. That wasn't in the message. (laughs) Because I don't want to get out there and try to give an excuse for why you didn't do it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, But we are responsible spiritually to deliver the word God tells us to deliver. Everything that God is doing is positive. It's just your flesh may not like it. But it is very positive for your spirit. God is getting ready to do unbelievable things in your life and in the lives of your children. They're going to be walking out of that junk they've gotten themselves into and they're not even going to know why they walked out, but they are going to walk out because God is going to tell you what to speak over their life every single morning until that devil lets go of them and they flee evil. Amen. You are going to know what to do about your family. You're going to know what to do about your life. Not, not Pastor Bill and me. Because all of you are going to have to help us take care of what's coming. And, you know, you can't come ask me what to do about Sally that God gave you. I said to somebody the other day, you missed your opportunity. You should have taken care of that. You don't call up me and tell me to take care of that. Now, look out. I could get a little bold. That crap thing may be true about me. Because time is of valuable. Listen, there is no time to let young people This next generation, that is what I'm after. And when I went to church on Wednesday night, dear Jesus, I couldn't even sing the songs. I could clap. Hallelujah. But God spoke to me. It isn't about you. It isn't about your generation. It is about this generation that is lost out there. And people, they vote. They vote, and they are voting evil. And they don't even know it's evil. And now I'm preaching, but that's the truth. And they are, they are going to be pulled and sucked into the garbage pit of hell. And it's time for Revelation to know what to do to get them out of it. And the young man who preached was Sharon Doherty's son. He is a scream. I mean, you would have, I mean, I, it was like, wow. Wednesday nights, first Wednesday night in that church is all about youth. And uh, my goodness, my ears were ringing. The sound was booming, boom, 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 boom. All of us old folks were toward the back a little. Uh, But all that altar was full, full, full of young people, young people dancing and singing and praising Jesus. I was rejoicing. I thought, I don't care what you have to do. Paint the walls white. Play basketball in the foyer. I don't care. Just get them saved. Amen? Amen. No generation, as long as I'm alive, am I not going to be praying for to go to heaven. Hallelujah. We got work to do, folks. And revelation from God Almighty is what we need to get the job done. Amen? Okay, let's stand up. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for every person here today. I thank you for revelation. You boys are going to help me when this gets crazy. I knew you would. Hallelujah. You've been with my sister. I'm not as crazy as her. Okay. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that whatever it is that you want to do in our nation, whatever you want to do in our state, whatever you want to do starts in the home. It starts with people in a house. In Jesus' name, just like you built your house, you wanted fellowship, you wanted to be with people, and we are your people, and we want you to be with us, and we ask you in Jesus' name for revelation today. We ask you for revelation in jesus name how many of you need revelation right now for a situation that you're in you got to hear from god because you you are desperate you have situations in your family that you are desperate for father in jesus name right now open your eyes and whoever has their hand up put your hand on them and let's agree right now god's revelation is here today for them for what they need to say what they need to do in jesus name we agree as a body today that no weapon formed against anybody in this congregation will prosper and those that have their hands up that there is deliverance there is deliverance there is life for those situations and death, we bind it in the name of Jesus. We bind destruction. We bind the work of the devil in Jesus' name over their lives and over situations. We thank you, Father, today that the people of this church are whole. They are healed from head to toe, that their minds are sound in Jesus' name, that their marriages are strong, that their children and their grandchildren and those that are part of their family are walking in the truth of the word of God. They are healed, they are healed from hurts and wounds and situations that have held their life in a place of being stuck in Jesus' name. They are no longer gonna be stuck in the name of Jesus. They are coming out of that place. They are walking out of evil. They are walking out. They are walking out and they are no longer smelling of smoke. Just like those Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they are coming out of the fire. They are coming out of the fire in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And they will have life and they will have fullness of life in Jesus' name. We believe for it and we thank you for it today. We thank you for it today in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now, I just want to ask if you're here today and you've not received Jesus or you're, you've walked away but you want to come back today and that's you. And you say, I just got to get this right in Jesus' name. If that's you, come up here right now because I want to pray with you. If that's you, i got to get this thing right. Is there anybody here today? Is there anybody here today? In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you see and know all things. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. He Let's just pray for a minute. Let's just pray for a minute. We have a couple minutes. Let's just pray. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, thank you for the manifestation of the power of your Holy Spirit in this house. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for people to be delivered from evil in this house. Thank you, Lord, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit people who begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and they hear from the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord, that everything you want to do in this house, you will be able to do. And we will be the people that you have called for such a time as this. Father, I thank you today for Isaiah. And I thank you that this couple in Jesus name are going to fulfill the divine destiny for their life. I bind all the disappointments and the failures and the lack in Jesus' name, and I say no more. It's not going to be anymore. God has put a word in your mouth, Isaiah, and He's going to help you. He's going to help you deliver that word in Jesus' name. He sees and He knows in Jesus' name. And I just break every demonic thing that ever has been spoken over your life or tried to hold you in Jesus' name. And I declare you clean, clean from head to toe, in Jesus' name, to fulfill your divine destiny. I thank you for this family. I thank you they're mighty in God and they're strong. And in Jesus' name, they will see you be mighty and strong on their behalf, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray for all the young couples in our congregation, I pray for them in Jesus' name that they have no lack, agree with me today, they have no lack, that you're gonna supply, you're gonna supply what they need so that they can fulfill their divine destiny so that they won't be left behind in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name name. yes if you will just listen to the lord he is speaking to you he is speaking to you he is speaking to you if you just listen he has plans he has a fulfillment for each one for each one that there will not be any lack there will not be any lack anymore we break that in jesus name and open up, open up your ears and listen to the voice of the Lord. He is leading, he is leading. Do not be afraid, do not be afraid, but go where he tells you to go, do what he tells you to do, and you are going to see the miraculous, the miraculous happen in your life, in your life, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' Thank you. Now that's the spirit of God speaking to all of you right now that God knows where you are and he has a plan. Everybody say, thank God. He has a plan. He knows my name. He knows I'm here today. He brought me here to hear from his spirit. Let's say this, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, and I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit every day, every day in Jesus' name. If you're under 21 years old, come up here right now. Dear Lord, say she's gone off the deep end. I have gone off. Come here, come on, come on, come on. Okay, now I want somebody to come and lay hands. This is this is the next generation right here right now in our church so a guy with a guy a girl with a girl come up here and get your hands on them in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name
1: And stretch out your hands and pray for the young people. Father, we thank you for these precious young people in Jesus' name. We thank you for world changers, Father. We thank you. Their hearts will be captured by you, Father, and nothing that this world has to offer. We thank you, Father. They'll not turn aside. They'll go after you with all of their hearts, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. They'll have a heart to serve you. A heart to serve you. They'll hear clearly in the Spirit what you're saying to them, Father God. They'll not be led astray. They'll not get off track. They'll stay on your path, your good path for them, Father God, in Jesus' name. We declare your blessing over their lives. We declare your prosperity, your wholeness, your peace, your clarity, your vision for each one of them, Father God. We thank you. They hear in the Spirit what you're saying, Father God. They hear your voice. They know your voice. And they'll follow after you all the days of their life in jesus name we all agree this morning in jesus name say we agree in jesus name amen hallelujah give the lord a hand this morning amen is there anything more critical than hearing what the spirit of god is saying today for all of us for our families for our lives in the workplace and All the different things that he has for us in our family. Is there anything more critical than it? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Awesome word, Pastor Pam. Father, we thank you. We receive your great word this morning. We thank you, Father God, that when we hear from you, there's clarity, there's vision, confusion, leaves. We thank you, Lord. The entrance of your word brings light in our life. We thank you. We receive it this morning. In Jesus' name. We honor you and praise you in Jesus' name. Everybody say, Father. Father. I receive your good word word. in Jesus' name. Amen. Go and be blessed. Have a wonderful week. Amen. Amen.